This is Jessica DiCicco, voice of Lumina. You are listening to Final Fantasy Union. Don't forget, the chaos is going to swallow you all up. <laughs> Hi everyone and welcome to the fourth in our string of special interview episodes of the Final Fantasy Union podcast. I'm your host Daryl and I'm here with Lauren. Hi guys. And we're here with Jessica DeChico. Hi, how are you guys? We're great. <laughs> Not too bad. So Jessica is a kind of a new face to uh, the Final Fantasy 13 franchise, although I believe you've been doing some additional voices in the, in the first game, is that right? Yes, I, I came in just to um, like fill in some extra voices in the past, yeah. Yeah. So. Jessica's now playing Lumina in Lightning Returns. However, you may also know her from other projects such as Kingdom Hearts, Adventure Time, and Psychonauts. And she's even been on Jimmy Kimmel and had her voice featured on Two and a Half Men. Yes, that is true. <laughs> now, before we get on to any of the questions, I'd like to remind everyone that Final Fantasy Union is part of a podcast series called Final Fantasy and Kingdom Hearts Union. And it's presented by the Gaming Union Network and tweetsmusic.com. It comes on the iTunes store, FinalFantasyUnion.com, and GamingUnion.net. Now, thanks again for everyone who asked questions for Jessica. We had quite a few to sift through. Mm-hmm. Um, and before we get on to any of those, we're just going to kind of lead through a leading question. So, um, Jessica, is there any cool projects that you can talk about that you've been working on recently, aside from Lightning Returns? I'm also doing, um, I have a new Disney Junior show that's out right now. Um, I think it's, I heard, you know, people are very into it. So that's exciting. It's doing really well with the readings. It's called Sheriff Callie's Wild West and that's on Disney Junior. And they play this like really cute cactus character named Toby. He's adorable. I like him so much. And then um and then I have, you know, Adventure Time and um I have another video game coming out that I can't really say anything about, but it's a pretty big um franchise it's a part of a big franchise so i'm very excited about you guys are never allowed to talk about anything i know i know those ndas (laughs) and uh you weren't even announced until really late in the game um when lightning returns was released i remember uh looking on imdb like scaring like who is playing lumina and then yeah i think you turned up like maybe a couple days before the um before the release date. They kept that pretty tight. Yeah, I know. I don't know why. I was so excited to to be able to talk about it. And um, I know I was waiting until the day that I could. I got, And I just assumed that I had to wait till it was finally released to be able to, you know, tell people about it. But, um, but I, I almost thought it would be kind of cool if I still wasn't announced. And then people got familiar with the character. And then I, I wonder how that would have how that would have played out. That would have been fun, too. Yeah, it sure. Was a mystery. <laughs> well, our first question from the community comes from Tana Lund on Twitter, and they ask, how did you find voicing uh, Lumina and Lightning Returns compared to TV products such as Adventure Time? Was it quite a different experience? Well, it's definitely a different experience um, in the booth, because for Adventure Time and most other TV shows and projects, 
um, we record um, as an ensemble. So the entire cast is in the room, in the booth, and we're kind of, you know, bouncing off each other's energy, and it's just a different experience. But with video games, it's typically solo recording, and, um, you know, we're doing ADR because it's already completely, well, not not always completely animated, but it's mostly finished um, with Japanese voices. So that's a major difference already because that just creates a different environment and, you know, as an actor, that feeds you different, you know, like feelings going into it. Um, but, you know, I also think like Final Fantasy is just a much, it's a much more serious game and um, a serious project as compared to Adventure Time, um, which is, you know, more fun and, um, I don't know, they're just very different animals. So. Well, your character is quite cheeky. <laughs> oh, yeah. She's, she was so much fun to play. I had a blast recording this character, and I was very excited to be able to do it. So um, this question is from Ultra Mega on Final Fantasy Union, and um, obviously with without like spoiling like uh, too much, um, they asked uh, since Lumina is a brand new character, were you given any details of her identity and backstory prior to recording? Um, you know, Final Fantasy, I think, was very hush hush about everything. And they were very, you know, clear that I couldn't say anything. And so I did not really have that much info on her. I and mean, I had the little blurb um, that I got with the audition copy. And, you know, I went I went off that. And um, I didn't really know much of the backstory because, um, you know, I, I wasn't too familiar with, like, with the, the just the, the story of Final Fantasy and where Lumina would fit into the world. So, um, so when I got there, I had like a, you know, just like a crash course, like the, the, the amazing director, Chris Borders, he's such a cool guy and a great director. He filled me in on everything and, um, told me the whole story of Lumina and, um, just the characters like arc within that game. And that helped a lot. And yeah, we basically, it, it, it helped bring many layers to the character right there, like the first day of recording, a lot of it happened right then and there because I didn't really know too much about her. Okay, well, this I think you might have answered this already just in what you've just said, but this next question is from Brad Holman on Facebook, and they asked, did you kind of have any influence over how you portrayed the character or, or was it completely decided by the studio's vision? Um, I mean, obviously, you know, it was already animated, so I think a lot of the cues um, came from the the character's body language um but ultimately i was able to you know bring what what i wanted to to the character and of course like i I talked about it at great length with the director and um together we kind of picked a direction but but yeah i mean it was great i had creative freedom and i got to do you know what i felt was right and yeah I, i feel very lucky that i got to that I got to do that. Sure, definitely. Um, this next question is from Noctis Warp on Twitter, who asks, um, having voiced both Kingdom Hearts and Final Fantasy characters, which character would you say you enjoyed voicing more? Well, both are fun for, you know, in different ways uh, and for different reasons. 
You know, I did a let from Kingdom Hearts so long ago. So I was <laughs> in such a different place in my career and, yeah. you know, as a voice actress, like just my take on everything. So um, it was it was a lot more new to me than back then when I recorded that. And, um, you know, I think recording Lumina, I just had a completely different perspective. And I knew the gravity of Final Fantasy. Like, I didn't. I didn't really know anything about Kingdom Hearts when I was recording it. Um, but I know that there's a huge, you know, um, Final Fantasy world and many people who are, you know, very into it. And it actually put more pressure on me, I think, no. as an actress. Yeah, to, to, to record Lumina. But, um, but they were just, they were different experiences. Um, I like them each for different reasons. But I definitely think the Lumina one was like a juicier role. So that one, I think, satisfied me creatively a little bit more. But they're, they're both very fun experiences. So this one is from ColdCallion26 on Twitter who asks, are there any traits that Lumina has which are similar to your own? Hmm. Um, yeah, I mean, I think that she is playful. Um, You're both teenage girls, of course. Oh, right, exactly. We're both teenagers. <laughs> um, no, she... Um, I think like in every character you play, I mean, a voice actor plays, there's, there has to be parts of yourself in the character because it comes from, you know, your truth and like your, and from your own reality. So there are definitely, you know, parts of my personality I, that, that are in Lumina. Um, but, um, I guess as far as character traits go, I guess just being like playful and, um, you know, I, 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 there's certain things I want to say, but it's like knowing <laughs> knowing more about Lumina that I can't. I don't want to like spoil anything, but um, yeah, definitely. Yeah. So, but but def definitely there are parts of me and her. Yeah. Okay. Well, this next question is from Sandra Terrace on Facebook, and she asks, "What did you like most about recording as Lumina, and was it? Did you find it a difficult part voicing it? I mean, just to expand upon that, and you, you I know you just said that." Um, You've changed a lot as a voice actress in the last couple of years, and like your outlook is, is that has that changed how you would approach this role? Um, you know, it's funny because when I knew that I was going to be recording Final Fantasy, what I associate with Final Fantasy is like you know very serious acting and um, kind of like stoic and um, you know like epic feeling and very. Um, you know, serious, and I was so excited to play kind of a more serious uh, video game, you know, role in a video game, um, especially just in my body of work compared to the other things that I do. I was really excited to do something that was such a departure. But when I got into the recording booth and, you know, we were watching the ADR, her body language just did not lend itself to that. So this character ends up being just, you know, playful and, um, you know, kind of mysterious and cunning, but still, you know, cutesy and she, you know, prances around and you see her like making a spin. And then as she says something, she emphasizes with her hands. So that, you know, helped dictate how I would say the line. So it ended up being a little different from what I thought originally what I was going to do with the character. But, um, but you know, that, that she, she exists in, in that world already. And I just kind of took the cues from, what was already there to help build the character. Well, this next question is from Ian Barr on Final Fantasy Union, and he asks, 
was it difficult to try and get into kind of the role, um, given that Lumina only appears in this last game and it's the final one? Was it difficult to get into the role? Um... I guess, like, from, um, you know, the other guys, um, they're all voicing characters who have been in the series for quite some time now, um, and most of them are returning, so they're kind of a bit more familiar, whereas I think you were the yeah. only character, really, that had that first-time experience. I think it's, you know, put a little more pressure because this world exists and these characters are already so established, so it's like, it's almost like what, it's almost like my character, Rumina, the way she exists is like how she how the other people in the world react to her. So um, I guess it was a bit of a challenge not in, not intimately knowing what the other characters were like before recording. But, um, I mean, I guess, you know, that maybe was a challenge. But um, But ultimately, you know, we went through every scene and talked about it and, like, talks about, you know, the other characters in the scene. Um, so, I mean, yeah, it was definitely maybe, like, a little intimidating to be a new character in this world that already exists. I feel like, I feel like that's, like, a common thing. I feel like that's happened to me a lot in my career. Like, with Adventure Time, you know, like, Flame Princess was a new character in this, you know, existing world that people already knew all the characters. And then in this other show that I did, um, The Emperor's New School, um, you know, it was based on the Disney film. And then the only new character in the show was my character, Melina. And so, you know, how does she interact with all of the other, you know, the other um, established characters who are already there? So I feel like that wasn't new to me as a voice actress, but, you know, it doesn't make it any less intimidating, of course. It's almost like the first day at school, you know? <laughs> It seems as though the uh, casting director's uh, doing that on purpose. <laughs> it would seem that way. It's like, hmm, yeah. we've got a new character in this already established series. Who can we pick to do the voice? <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, this is um, a kind of a question that um, kind of cropped up in some of our other interviews because they, they thought it was quite interesting. But um, I'm just kind of curious to how you approach this um, in terms of, did you have to do your lines in a certain amount of time? Yeah, I mean, we're working with something that's already animated, so, you know, that's a, that's a whole, that's like an additional challenge is fitting it, fitting the lines into, you know, the, the lip slap is what we call it, or like the allotted time that the character is like speaking. So, um, yeah, that's, that's a whole other challenge that we have to add to, you know, to already, you know, creating the character and, 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 and acting. Yeah, that's definitely a part of it. Do you kind of do you find that enjoyable, or do you, I guess it must be quite a, a strange sensation when you think you've delivered a line like perfectly well, and then they're like, yeah, but it wasn't quick enough. You know, I can't explain it. It's it's just it's very common that that like doing voiceovers. I feel like that's a very common thing. Like I also do promos, and I'll you know the the timing is very specific, and like they'll you know I'll have to redo it like a half a second faster. But that's just part of the job. You get used to it. <laughs> Okay, well, this last question we have comes from Arkstar on Final Fantasy Union, and they were wondering, and you kind of answered it a bit already, but how you feel about now being part of such a large and historic franchise in a big way? It's so thrilling. It really is. And, um, you know, I had an AMA um, a little while ago and on Reddit, and the Final Fantasy questions were so thoughtful, and it just seems like such a great fan base. It's interesting. Um, you know, being a voice actress, 
my perspective of, you know, all the different fandoms that are connected to each project that I work on. There's something, there's definitely like a, a common thread, obviously, that, you know, that connects like all the, the fans in that particular world. And Final Fantasy just seems like a very smart, solid, um, you know, thoughtful group. So it's, that is exciting to be a part of that new fandom. And, um, and yeah, it's just, you know, Final Fantasy has been around forever. It's almost like an honor to be a part of it now. So I'm very excited about it. So you're part of a pretty illustrious group because the Final Fantasy 13 cast has uh, been quite popular. Yeah, and I definitely want to um, to experiment with cosplay, maybe. I don't know. Cause like, oh, really? Yeah, I mean, the, the outfits are just so stunning. I love, like, you know, just looking at Lumina's um, costumes, I was just so... Like it's so excited about look about you know just looking at them and thinking about how I would be able to pull that off. <laughs> I don't know if it's a common thing for voice actors like to dress up as their own character, but I definitely appreciate the cosplay. But, yeah. Well, maybe you can have a word with some of the other cast members, and uh, that would be a pretty good panel for Comic Con. Yeah, definitely. Oh, yeah. Well, I can't wait to see. I mean, hopefully, people dress up as Lumina. I think it's like it's almost like Lolita, like gothic Lolita or something it's 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 so it looks like it'd be really fun to dress up as her and actually any of the characters but, but yeah i definitely think fans fans would would love to see all the voice actors dressed up as their specific character i think that would i think that would go over super super duper well <laughs> and then and then read something like read um yeah like a whole Scenes, scenes, just all the the dialogue parts from Final Fantasy, like all cut together, and then we'll all read it in cosplay. Maybe they could do like they did with that Star Wars panel. Oh my gosh, yeah! You all voice so many different characters that you could get, you could do some of your other characters as the character you played. I think someone yeah. from Adventure Time did that one. Um, oh, John Dimaggio. Yeah, yeah I, he did it. I actually, I watched that. Yeah, it was um, that was such a good idea, and I yeah. I think. I think they're going to do it again for with, with another script. I mean, I I remember speaking to they the should. guy who who started who um produced that thing or whose idea that was. He pulled everyone together. It was brilliant. Yeah, they they should do it. They should definitely do it. But um, whatever the case, um, <laughs> thank you so much for taking the time to speak to us. Uh, we really really appreciate it. Yeah, thank you so much for having me. It was it was so great talking to you. And this isn't the first time you're listening to the interviews we've been doing. Please be sure to go back and check the other interviews we've done with Rachel Robinson, Ali Hillis, and Georgia Van Kylenberg. And uh, please be sure to check out for this uh, our next interview with Julie Nathanson. So hopefully, uh, you know, this isn't the last we hear of Lumina. Maybe she'll uh, be appearing in some more games in the future. I hope so. And if not, we'll uh, check out your cosplay. Yeah, <laughs> I'll post some pics. <laughs> okay, thank you so much. Thank you, guys.